Hi, I'm Kirsten Galloway, and welcome to the Actually I Can podcast. This is a podcast for when you want to be encouraged by hearing someone share a struggle or a challenge that they got through, and in the process, discover that actually I can. These are conversations with friends that are just ordinary people, but they're living their lives in extraordinary ways. Thank you to the talented Lacey Canfield for the music you hear playing in the podcast. Please check out her latest album, Dreaming in Color, on iTunes. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode where, instead of conversations, I'm going to share some book recommendations. And it was funny because I realized after putting this list together, the fun fact that these are all actually I can stories, which is pretty cool. However, I want to tell you these aren't necessarily stories where God is part of the I can or even part of the plot. They're for sure not what you would call quote unquote Christian fiction. However, I think that these stories help me to understand perspectives of people who live lives that are really different from mine. And that helps me to expand my thinking and my ability to love others well. I hope you feel the same way. There's a favorite quote from one of these books, and I thought I'd um, read it to you just to get this kicked off. It's from The Girl Who Fell From the Sky. The way Rachel looked at me, big tears on her face, no sound. She was a step away. Maybe the step is there forever. She knows the word. She is black. I know she is not a word. If she is just a word, then she doesn't have me. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy these recommendations. Hey friends! In case you don't know, I am a bookworm, and one of my favorite things about summer is at our family cabin in northwestern Wisconsin, sitting out in the screen porch late at night when it's pitch dark outside and everyone else is fast asleep. I can hear loons calling on the lake and the wind gently rustling in the trees. And then it's the perfect time to lose myself in a great story. Time flies fastest in these moments, that is for sure. So I happen to be sitting in this favorite spot of mine on the porch right now, and I would like to give you some recommendations on books that I read during quarantine that I think you might enjoy this summer. These aren't necessarily B-treads like you might find recommended to you in a magazine, These are just books that I thought were pretty awesome, and I wanted to share them with you. Coincidentally, after I put this list together, I realized that every single one of these is an actually I can story, which makes this list even more fun to share. So here are my top five, and these are not in any particular order. Number one, The Fountains of Silence by Ruta Sepetis. It rhymes with spaghetti, so I think it's Sapetis. (laughs) One of my favorite authors, for sure. Definitely check out her books, Salt of the Sea and Between Shades of Grey. And don't be confused with Shades of Grey. It is Between Shades of Grey, very different and awesome. Um, She wrote this historical fiction set in 1950s Madrid when General Franco was ruling through absolute terror. Beautiful Anna, a maid at a swanky hotel, meets tourist Daniel, who is traveling with his family their secrets and political agendas and love. And the whole thing keeps you on the edge of your seat and wondering what in the world is coming next for these characters and their families. 
I learned a lot about a dark and terrible time in Spanish history through this book and gained a perspective on how this time in history might have shaped modern Spain. Number two, The Girl Who Fell from the Sky by Heidi W. Duro, Duro, I think. This New York Times bestseller has been around for a while, but thanks to my good friend Angie Shermers for recommending it to me. The Girl Who Falls from the Sky is named Rachel, and she is a remarkable person. Rachel is caught in an identity crisis. She's half black and half white. She's half Danish and half American. She's absolutely loved, but yet shockingly alone. Rachel is on a journey to figure out who she is and where she belongs. One review said it this way, the searing and heart-wrenching portrait of a young biracial girl dealing with society's ideas of race and class is the winner of the Bellwether Prize for Best Fiction Manuscript Addressing Issues of Social Justice. I happened to read this right before the most tragic event um, of the death of George Floyd, which actually happened right here in my own city. And I am very grateful for the perspective the book gave me on one aspect of an incredibly complex issue. Rachel is a hero, and she makes me want to learn more. Number three, Girl with a Louding Voice by Abby Dare. This is the first novel from this author, and I can't wait to read more from her. Adani is the main character. She is a 14-year-old girl living in slums in a small town in Nigeria, West Africa. Did you know that Nigeria is the richest country in Africa? And yet, 100 million Nigerians live in abject poverty, surviving on less than a dollar per day. Adani absolutely craves an education because she believes it is the one thing that can change her life. But for her, this is not to be the case. And instead, she is sold into a horrifying marriage only to become domestically enslaved. Through her story, I learned so much about these issues and I gained a deeper understanding of the plight of young Nigerians living in poverty. I highly recommend this book. Number four, This Tender Land by William Kent Kruger. Mr. Kruger is a prolific writer, and my husband happens to be a big fan of his series of mysteries based in northern Minnesota. Honestly, those are way too scary for me, but this is a different type of book. It's about a boy named Odie O'Banion, his brother and some close friends, who escape a horrible, horrible orphanage for Native American children, and they set sail on the mighty Mississippi. These kids go on an incredible, scary, beautiful harsh journey where they discover so much about life and themselves. You will be transported. Number five, A Woman is No Man by Atof Rum. Like I said, this list is not in any order. And let me tell you that this book is on my all-time top 10 list. I learned so much in this book about a young Palestinian woman who is suddenly married to a man her family chooses for her. Isra is plucked from her content life of reading and studying in Palestine to now living with her new husband's family as an American immigrant in Brooklyn, New York, with no chance to learn about her situation or community. Her four children, all girls, are an incredible joy and yet a terrible burden. This story opened my eyes to a very scary, difficult, and closed-off culture and what it takes to survive under those kinds of conditions. In my opinion, this is an important book to read. You will greatly be enriched by it. Here's a quote from the author that might help you understand. Where I come from, we've learned to silence ourselves. We've been taught that silence will save us. Where I come from, we keep these stories to ourselves. To tell them to the outside world is unheard of, dangerous, the ultimate shame. 
Number six, In the Time of the Butterflies by Julia Alvarez. Again, this one's been around a while, but only recently came to my attention when it was chosen for last year's Big Read program in Western Michigan. And hey, if you're not familiar with that program and you are a voracious reader, you're going to want to find out about it. Check out my episode notes for more information. I have to tell you, I was completely clueless about the 1960s Civil War in the Dominican Republic. This historical fiction gave me such an education. And The Time of the Butterflies is based on the story of the Mirabal sisters, who were political opponents of the Trujillo dictatorship. In some ways, these girls were completely relatable. They had sister relationships, big career dreams, boyfriend crushes. And yet they were also incredibly brave heroines standing up to a terrifying regime through secret meetings, gun running, conspiring to hide freedom fighters. This is a book that taught me a lot about a time and a place I knew nothing about. And yet, the story of the sisters, the butterflies, is a transcending story of courage and love that is both familiar and beautiful. Okay, I said five, and that's a total of six books. Oops. (laughs) Yet, there are still so many more. So here are a few titles that I've read recently that I also recommend, and I'll make these really brief. First, When We Were Vikings by Andrew David McDonald. This is an incredible story of a girl with fetal alcohol syndrome and her big brother and how they stumble through life to overcome what feels like unending challenges. It's very inspiring and eye-opening look into living with fetal alcohol syndrome. The Giver of Stars. This is another great story by the well-known Jojo Moyes. This one tells the story of a small group of amazing women in Depression-era Kentucky who provide a library on horseback against a backdrop of ignorance, discrimination, and danger. Finally, The Book of Lost Friends by Lisa Wingate, a wonderful story of three young women in the American post-Civil War South searching for hope and discovering long-lost family. Hey, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode to season one of Actually, I Can and letting me share with you some of the books I've appreciated over the past few months. I hope you enjoyed listening to some birds chirping. I even heard some loons while I was recording and some various other sounds from the um, the northern part of the United States. So follow me on Instagram at actuallyican.live and I'll post more titles as I run across them. There are links to all of the books in the episode notes. And I look forward to talking with you again soon as we launch our second season. As long as you've stayed this long, I want to tell you first that the second season launches the conversation with the talented, absolutely charming singer and songwriter Lacey Canfield. You are not going to want to miss that. A huge bonus for all of us. She sings a cappella for us at the very end. She is seriously amazing. So thanks again for listening. I hope you have many Actually I Can moments, and I look forward to talking to you soon. Take care.